Welcome back to season two of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo, recorded live from SB Studios. Well, good morning and welcome to our show, Not Everyone Gets a Trophy, with Amy and Mo, the co-host, Mo. Right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think, good morning. I think it's a little bit of both, but good morning to everybody. Uh, we were off last week um, because Amy had some emergency. She Would you a- stop that? No. I think we need to start all over again. <laughs> no, we don't. No? No, we're going with this. Okay, we're going with I this. I just need you to stop telling me how I'm... Feeling. No. How I'm, like, kind of missing the boat sometimes. Yeah, but that's what we're about, you and I, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this, that's how we got into this position. Don't worry, I'm coming back with a vengeance. You just wait. Yes, that's how we got into this position in doing our podcast. Yeah. So, uh, for those who that's a, are... That's the one thing we don't do. What? Is we just don't, like, give up. We don't give up. We show up. Yes. Yeah. I do appreciate that about it. So, so today, Amy and I work in the same hospital. And just to make sure Amy was here on time, I tracked her down to one of the units and I sat there until <laughs> she was done. And I made sure she was here. And on top of things, I parked her car because... <laughs> okay, hold on. Side note. It's a really big truck. I don't even like the truck. So... We're on to something. We're we're gonna go buy yeah. Teslas. Yeah, you and I are gonna buy Teslas. Yeah, yes. We both have Tundras, yeah, and and she, Amy got a Tundra after after me. I would say right after. I did like your truck. Yeah, you're my inspiration. Thank you. On the truck, just on the, the truck. truck. Yeah, yes, just the truck. But welcome to today's show. Yeah, welcome. Good morning. We're gonna talk about some dope shit today. Ooh, explicit <laughs> stuff. Mo, like, tell me what you were talking about the price tag. Like, I'm I'm like all about that. Okay, so I don't. There is this mentality that I'm trying to get rid of, and it's it's taking years to be able to hardwire my brain into going into restaurants and living on the left side. What does that mean, though? Like living on the right? left side. And I wanted to say that with that context for for your brain to really think about that to live on the left side. And what I mean by that is. I didn't grow up being rich. I wasn't poor. However, I didn't have enough money to always go into a restaurant and order what I wanted without first looking at the right side of the menu. And that mm-hmm. and, and that's a big deal. Because the right side's like all the pictures. All the, and the money and how much it costs. How much it costs to buy the food. Mm-hmm. I have trained my mind to looking at the left. Meaning, the price tag. No, no, no. The left is just the content, the food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wait, I'm getting it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. The and right it, side is the price tag. Exactly. And you used to live on, on the, the right, right side. side. So you're training yourself. To I've, be on I've the trained left. myself to go in there and, and before I can look at the price, which I am trying, I've tried for, for years to, to stop doing that because life isn't about what you can't have. If I walk into a place, I want to know that it doesn't matter what I'm looking at. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I have uh, Evan. He was one of my best roommates. And I remember going into this jean store. And me, he caught me looking through all the price tags. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said to me is, stop looking at the price tags. Where, why do you think that? We do that. I do that too. I'm the same way. I <clears throat> I don't generally eat out a lot just because mm-hmm. of my lifestyle. But I I have I have like I immediately go to the side 
that has numbers on it. Right. And the a lot of these menus, they're overwhelming with pictures, honestly. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard for me to order anyway. But I'm I'm always looking at the numbers. Right. And I think subconsciously I was taught from an earlier age on and to to look at the right price. In one of the episodes that I had Jordan on, you know, we talked about the way we speak to our children. And she said, you know, I've learned this from her. And she said to the kids, we have to save our pennies. We have to save our pennies. And we don't say we don't have enough money or it's too expensive. What we say is let's save our pennies. And and what that does is it it's it kind of shifts everything from not having enough to wanting to save money, which is a different mentality than... Ah, uh, Charlotte, Papa can't pay for that. It's too expensive, mm-hmm. right? So what you're talking zero to zero to seven, we're subconscious. So what you're telling them is, we don't have money. We're poor. We're poor. We, we're we're broke. We're broke, <laughs> right? You know what? Yeah. Those are like my famous last words in my house to my children. Uh, we're right? broke. Yeah, and, we're so poor. And the fact is that <laughs> that we're not, but subconsciously, how I speak. Or how I see things, ultimately, my kids do. Mm-hmm. And I've shifted from from not seeing the right. Because if I see the right, then it kind of, you know, if I, if, I want, if I go into a place and it's all burgers, I want the best burger. And I want to know what the best burger without the, without the price tag. I don't want the price tag to determine what burger I get. Because... I might get the best burger and it might be the cheapest one. <laughs> Hypothetically, right? That's true. But, but I don't, it's, it's our mindset. Yeah. But that, but, that, but that throws everything off too because if I think it's the cheapest, then oh, uh, oh it's bad. I, uh, I don't that's, want that either. That's not good. Like, so they always have what? The low price, medium price, best yeah. price. You always get something in the middle because it's not terrible, but it's like, it's not extraordinarily unaffordable. Yeah. Well, I like that. That's all shit. Absolutely. It's all shit. Here, I'll give you another example. Um, my aunt has a couple of restaurants in Tucson, Arizona. Like she has like four or five. Um, and one time she sent me with her, her cook or her chef to a store. He's like, you guys go buy this. And he's like, we're going to go to a store. And I'm like, oh, fine. Let's go. Let's do it. We walk into the store. And the first question I ask is, where's all the prices? Oh, wow. And, and the chef said, well, I'll tell you this. If you don't know what the price is, is this in the store for you? And I was like, wow. That's like Armani suit shopping. Because if you're going to go there, you're going to get what you need, regardless of how much it costs. Correct. Well, ideally. Right. And and I'm not saying that it was this crazy Armani store. It was was just a store that had like kitchen stuff, but nothing (laughs) had like prices. But the first question that came out of my mouth was. How much does that cost? how, How much does this cost? Versus. Wow, they got some pretty cool stuff here. I feel like that guy's a really good salesman. No, no, that was a chef that went that was with. Oh, like okay, that's what he told me, and because I was like, "Hey, bro, like, how do you know how much everything costs?" He's like, "If you don't know, then this ain't you your store." And I was like, "I need, I need a fucking mind that talks to me like that." Right? Yes. And I was like, "Dang, I hope one day I can walk into a store like this." And I don't, and, and they make. There are certain events in our life that have such an emotional response, and that's one of them, because it made me feel out of place, mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, it made me hungry because I didn't want to be in that position. And the fact that I didn't know that that it was it was hard because I don't want my kids going to a specific college or going to or, or choosing the their college. career based on whether or not they believe they can afford something. I'm not saying be irresponsible, no, but there's ways around it. Like if you're the best soccer player, why not choose the best school regardless of the price? Because if you're going to get. Well, why don't you just pick the school that is best fit for you? Because for you. I, yeah, correct. So it doesn't have to be the highest, best, like first class school. You just have, I think you just have to find the best fit for you. So taking all of the money, like taking all the price tags off everything, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Right. It oh my God. It, like it, I, I like I, Mo, I really enjoy you today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the things that I say is it's on your terms. It's gotta be on your terms. And when I say you, it's me, the, my internal dialogue, it's, it's gotta be on my terms. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those are my terms. The, that might not be your terms, but you can apply that concept to different things in your life, such as you might go into buying a car and you might not go into the Mercedes or high-end car because you, you don't think you can afford it. Right. But mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. And the, the problem with that is that there might be people in that parking lot that for some reason will give you that car. But because your mentality is so short and you're close-minded. Right. And you're so you're uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You don't go and check it out. I saw a reel not too long ago, and it was about this lady who went into a dealership, and and she got denied for a car. And at the same moment, there was a guy next door getting a deal, and he was trading in his car. And when he saw the girl crying, he asked, hey, what's, what's, what's happening with that? And she's like, oh, banks didn't, all the banks kind of denied a loan on her. And he literally turned around and said, you know what? Give her my trade-in. Like, this is a true story. And this is a true story. No. And I love humans sometimes. I do. But she took... I bet you anything that she knew it was maybe 50-50 whether she got the loan or not. Like, we all kind of know where we're at, right? Yes. And well, okay, hold on. <laughs> I would like well, to think... Well, well most of the time, we, right. we have a certain idea, right? And and to know that you you tried your best and you didn't get it. What she learns out of that is, listen... I went at it. I didn't get it. But life taught me that it doesn't matter because I put myself out there and I got rewarded. She put all her energy into going in, spending the time, and, and, and just putting in the hard work of showing up. And, and on top of it, here's the other thing to that, is that she was able to express the feeling attached to the event. She got denied for a loan and she was sad. Yeah, that would have been like a knife in my gut. I would have been disappointed, but I wouldn't have shown it. Like, okay, you know, all right, cool. Maybe next time. I think she was able to express the correct feeling, meaning that she was sad. And and she showed it by her emotions. And therefore, someone was able to recognize that component. It's really hard to be that vulnerable, though. And honest, like from my perspective, if something like that would happen to me, because I do have a 
I do have a pattern of working really hard to achieve something. And I put in like blood, sweat and tears in a lot of things I do. And if I'm not the best or if I don't get the best of everything and I get shot down, I, it brings me all the way back. The up- and I, and I, I don't necessarily always give up, but for a while I contemplate it and I become very stagnant There's and a- people don't know it. Right. And I think there's an opportunity in everything. And a lot of people don't want to see an opportunity. They see the risk. And life should be about opportunities and not the risk. I I agree with that. And I think that people that go for big dreams and they look foolish, I admire them. But there's not a lot of people that will be them. Uh, right. And it's wild because we, t- like I say it all the time, like we are, we only live, we limit ourselves to the life that we have. Absolutely. We completely do that. I've been, uh, I've been going to school, a CWI. And I've been taking um, anatomy and physiology. And I have a professor. And and, and my one of my goals here is for him to be sitting here with us. He has taught me so much about how to control the energy and explore the energy within my body. Because he teaches about how... You know, you know, atoms and cells, they all, they all have energy, right? Like elect- mm-hmm. electricity and how that impacts everything that we do. Um, two weeks ago, I don't know how, but I, I didn't pay my bill. And then I didn't, I didn't set up a auto pay. A bill for what? For my classes. Your OnlyFans? Because I'm paying. Your OnlyFans. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have that on auto pay, don't I, you? I wish. I wish. <laughs> uh, my CW bill, right? Because I'm paying out of oh, pocket right college. now. Oh, Yeah, that's close. And at 6.15 on a Friday afternoon, I get this email and says, you've been dropped from all your <gasps> classes. No. And, and we were eating at that Japanese, you know, where they like throw food at you and, you know, it's... They throw it at you? you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the little... J- uh, Japan. I don't know what it is. Sakur. I don't know what it's called. I don't know either. Um, I know what you're talking about. And... For for a good 20, min- 20 minutes, it kind of like ruined that. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh, what am yeah. I going to do? Wah, wah, wah. But then I remember I was like, listen, everything happens for a reason. And I hate when, you know, I hate when people say that. So do I. But I in that moment, it. I had to push myself to believe that everything happens for a reason. And I sent an email out and I sit here today about two weeks later. And that seem like a big deal because that could have been a crucial moment it could have pushed me a whole year back of my of me going to nursing school and being a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. but i didn't let that be the reality of things i say you know what this is not going to stay this way i called all my professors email all my professors and they were very supportive and one of the emails that my professor um sent me talked about energy and he talked about his own experience in paying for college out of pocket and working three jobs but he said, it doesn't matter what you're going through. If you know what you want, you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. I believe that to my to my core. People, if you want something, you'll do whatever it takes. So that's yeah. how you know. That's how, like, I trust people. That's how um, I believe people is if they're good for their word. And if they, like, they go after what they want. Yeah. They do. People will do whatever it takes to get what you want. 
that that's never failed me. I I refer certain people to Stephen, um, and I always say when people come to me directly and want my time, I say, listen, the people that I refer to you are very good at what they do, but they're also kind of expensive. And the biggest and one of the examples that I give is. If you want a car, most likely you need a down payment, right? They always say 3000 whatever, 2000 whatever. And when that happens, you do everything you can yep. to get that down payment mm-hmm. because you want that car. Correct. And I say treat this no different. You want this? Get after it. Get after it. Put the energy. Mm-hmm. Act like you're going to get it. Believe you're gonna get it. Right. It's it's all about your mindset. Yes. And it's like you this. gotta think you gotta like all like you gotta do it every day. Like think about what you want and like just do it. It'll happen. It will. I I have I have big, huge, wild, crazy things. I I have things going on all the time. I wanted to remodel my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Remember? I, I remember. And I'm like trying to go to school, work full time, do this podcast. I'm like, I'm going to remodel my kitchen. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fabulous idea. Yeah. It was wild. But I literally would pick out pictures. I would have visions. I would pin them, save them in my phone. Um, I would print out pictures. And I'm like, That's what I want. That's what I want. Exactly. And, and, and that, that's all I thought about. Well, I mean, partly. Yeah. But I was like, nope, I want it like this. Nope, I want it like that. I had a guy come to my house to give me an estimate. Like on, $90,000. or No, no. Was... Uh, check this out. This is this is crazy. He comes to my house and emails me this ridiculous estimate on what it's going to cost. Like $98,000 yeah. to do my little kitchen. Okay. I, I paid like just a little bit more of that for the entire fucking house yes i'm like you you've gone done lost your mind so that right there i could have been like you know what it's just not affordable right and i was like uh no and I, it, I wanted it so bad yeah so you know what i did i fucking figured it out and you know what i have a beautiful kitchen you do and everything in it is exactly the way i wanted yeah. it and, and i remember you're going through those stages and i was like amy <laughs> don't call anybody and you're like, no, 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 it's a friend of a friend. And I'm like, don't do it, Amy. Don't do it. And and I'm like, listen, Amy, you can do this. But the problem with, with doing things is that you have to get uncomfortable to, to do it wrong. Because there is that risk, right? But the opportunity, and I would say the opportunity has to be greater than the risk. And I told her, look, if you mess it up, then call somebody to fix it. Right. So, and, and okay, I'll tell you, honestly, when I took the sledgehammer and I started breaking down oh, the wall my myself i was afraid that we were gonna have to do dishes in the bathtub for probably the rest of my existence and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, oh my I've god been there. okay I've been there. here we go i'm like but you know what I'm, I'm i want it so bad and i wanted it for lots of reasons um like my kids are getting older and we are just separated in our house and i'm like i need a pl- i need a gathering spot and i just had all these visions and i thought about them all the time and the way that it unfolded is it's a gathering spot and it, it that is really special to me. But, but I think the deciding moment for you was when you start, like you said, I took, I took all these pictures. I started looking at oh, yeah. things of how I wanted my kitchen to look like. Mm-hmm. There is a difference between you doing that and saying, yeah, I want to remodel it. And unless you're making billions of dollars, yes, go ahead and do that. But if you're not, 
you literally, your brain has to see it to believe it. Well, yeah, you, I, yeah, you have to have like use all your senses. I, I wrote stuff done down. I budgeted. I, I, I went out and got like a, a like a home equity loan mm-hmm. to buffer. Um, it, it, it was a, lo- it was a lot of work. Like when I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a lot of work, it, right? And you're looking like <laughs> I, I, I look at our that. house that we have right now, and I'm like, oh my! I look at pictures. I'm like, oh my goodness. How wow. did I put? How did I do that? Mm-hmm. Right now, in this moment, if you tell me let's tear down this wall, I would have been like, "Yeah, no, I'm too tired." Oh, but, no. but but it's not oh, what you want. But it, it's not what I want. If you don't want it, you will come up with every excuse. excuse in the book, like in the newspaper, on social media, as to why you can't do something. So, so you have to have that like mindset, and that's what we were talking about before. Like, if it's not something you want. It, it's not it doesn't happen. matter what I tell you. Mm-mm. It's all it's all about m- your mindset. So, so I hate wasting my time, and I hate repeating myself. Here and um, Amy found this this uh, video the other day, and she sent me this video, and it was Joe Dispenza, and and, it, and it, it's not an OnlyFans video for sure. <laughs> I never send them to that stuff. <laughs> it was Joe Dispenza, and it talked about epigenetics. Oh yeah, I'm you, all about dopamine right now. And and, and you you were so <laughs> excited and oh my goodness, and and I'm like Amy, um, I haven't sent you any of those videos. Like last year, I sent you like ten, ten of them, and it, you didn't recognize it. No, and, and and I wasn't mad at you for not doing it. I would talk to you about it, and 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 you were not interested, and that's okay, right? Because like it wasn't, wasn't it interested. wasn't your season of life, like for you to be honing in on that. Like you mm-hmm. had other stuff going on, the remodel, all this stuff going on, and so when you sent that, I was like, okay, I am so so excited <laughs> that finally we can have a conversation about epigenetics. <laughs> we're we're gonna have an intelligent conversation today, right? Because <laughs> it's not gonna be just sitting over here looking at you talking <laughs> shit all day, right? <laughs> So our our friend Steven, he has been in our episode. He talked about uh, EMDR. Which we need to bring him back. Okay, here's the thing. I had lunch with him uh, last week. And he talked to me about uh, this machine that was creating in 1910. 1910. So, and he gave me this really cool fact that uh, your cells, a healthy cell is within negative 25 and negative 20. Okay. What does that mean? Though? Like the electricity, the energy. Like that's how you. That's your cells with. At one thirty, positive one thirty is when you activate cancer and diseases. Okay. Okay. He told. He talks about this machine, and I want. I want to bring him back because he knows more about it. But he talks about this machine that was created in nineteen ten, that subconsciously it is able to bring down, like your electricity, to a healthy. Like negative 21, uh, negative 25, negative 20. So this is the cure for cancer? So, and, and he talked about this lady who is in Vegas, who she has this model, and this lady has 24-7 security. I mean, it's a big deal. Really? Because if this is true, which honestly I believe it's true, then there's a lot of things that we can cure without medicine. And we live in Western medicine, so once you start tapping into epigenetics, um, electricity, like how the body responds, how the body connects, lying to yourself throws your homeostasis off. And and he told me this thing. She's like, 
imagine somebody saying, and I, and I was able to, it, it hit me because I've been talking about in our last episode, we talked about how I want to be a better partner and a better father. Mm-hmm. I want that to be better than, than me as a worker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I'm 110 good at work, I better be 120 at home. And he said, if you tell yourself that you're a great father, but you're putting in 80 hours at work, that doesn't say you're, you're in theory putting that 100% energy on the other side. It is how we say it to ourselves. And he's like, if we don't consciously say, my priority in this moment is my work, but I, but I am a great father. If you're not able to speak to yourself in a way that I understands, you start creating your, your homeostasis gets thrown off. Mm-hmm. Because I always, and he explained it in a way where like, you know, when you get caught stealing or cheating, there is this sense of your body responds immediately. Well, I don't do that. So I don't know what that feels like. Just an example. When you were little or something, when you got caught or there's something, when you get pulled over by cops. Nope. Hasn't happened. Right. There is this, there's this response from your body that happens Mm -hmm. that ultimately starts to deteriorate who you are and, and causes a lot of medical issues eventually right well yeah because you know it's all connected mind body yes soul so i uh, will be bringing he asked me he's like i need oh. to come in and yes. do a podcast oh my gosh steven come this. call us yes <laughs> do that do all of that so we're gonna be bringing him on i want to talk more about that but, but going back to mindset the mindset yes. of and dopamine living on the left side of the menu oh my god <laughs> i feel like that's genius like i feel like that's something someone like really could just like get like that. Like the whole thing that you send me stuff about um, like epigenetics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't until like I had, you know, a, a common interest and also part of my education. And now I'm like on fire about yeah. it. I'm like, I need more dopamine. I need all the dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> I need, I need more reward system. Yeah. And, and I feel like I can attribute to like my successes and, and a little bit of my failures, like the whole thing with my kitchen, after I completed the project, it's like it 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 triggers like all the dopamine in my brain, like that reward system. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. I did it. Ooh, I did it. So now I'm like, I can do other things. And then I can do other things. And it once you get a taste of Oh boy. Of oh my the goodness. idea. Once you grasp the idea about what like everything is energy. And that's what I tell people. This microphone, um, a piece of paper, everything has energy, everything. That's why when they say using your phone or sleeping by your phone causes cancer, it's because it increases that, that, that what I was telling you about negative 25, it increases it up. And so the more you're on your phone, the more you're literally putting this so, energy. But, but also with you just like uh, ruminating about that, mm-hmm. that also like you, it's like manifesting anything. So I get like the whole like energy and electricity stuff like that. But also you have to understand like your mind is very, very powerful. And I don't think that people understand that. And I don't think and, and a lot of people just aren't tapped into that because they're just not aware. Right. So ignorance is bliss. I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't deny that. And sometimes I wish I was more stupid about things. But on the flip side, being so educated and understanding that how powerful your mind is or it it's capable of. Mm-hmm. I I like I'm so excited about all the futuristic things.
things Amy's going to do, mm-hmm. like future future Amy, is fucking powerful. And But it comes with a lot of recognition because most of what makes it or breaks it, it's our environment. Well, not true. Uh, well, here no. it is. Here's I think I think that's that's a blunted force that tries to penetrate what's what's actually happening. It's your mind that decides. Right, no, no, I, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, you can have the mindset, but if you're not recognized that where you're at is not where you should be, then you're going to fail. Okay, but so so if I kind of like correlate this with like living on the left side, mm-hmm. so. If you constantly are living on the le- the left side where there's no price tags, then you're kind of oblivious to the environment in in, sure, a, in sure, a way, sure. right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, for sure. So I think that you're like I think you have a great idea and telling people that hey, like you need to stop looking at that price tag. It's almost like saying like yeah, I get like around you there's just shit mm-hmm. and your life sucks and it sucked before and lots of things happened to you, but. Like, it's like we need to create this new super highway of yeah. like, of like, uh, opportunity and success and honesty and, and hone in on it. You like, have to. And and the thing is, is like, we, our brains are so powerful that when all these things are happening, it's, it's just like, um, in a negative way. So like, um, self-harm kids that self-harm. So they do it once and uh, self-harm actually produces a positive response. Like Correct. you get, you get yeah. that uh, endorphins. Mm-hmm. So kids learn that self-harming is good, but it tells, okay, it looks bad. It is, and you have negative consequences, but it teaches the your out- brain. The outcome of, of right, that. It teaches the brain that it releases endorphins mm-hmm. and that feels good. So all the serotonin and, and, and it has some dopamine connected with it, right? Because it's a reward, mm-hmm. like feeling good is a reward. So you train your brain, like it has no eyes, right? You train your brain like, Ooh, self-harming is good. Right. Correct. But it has negative consequences. And when you repeat the behavior, right? So when you repeat the behavior, um, or is it going to this? When you repeat the behavior, you kind of just create a super highway of like the go-to. So now you don't have any other coping skills because your brain already knows what to do to make itself feel better. Right. So now you have to retrain your brain. Absolutely. And it's the to, hardest thing. The, the well, hardest, it doesn't, no, it doesn't have oh, to be hard. It, it doesn't. I, I understand that it is but hard. But it takes a lot of conscious decision. But if right? you, right. So if you could use if you could find one thing, if somebody can find one thing that they want so bad, mm-hmm. all it takes is one opportunity, one, like you, one circumstance, one Absolutely. thing. You're one people, decision away. One decision. One decision away. Right. Yes, correct. So if you could find that one thing that you wanted so bad, it's like a shift and mm-hmm. a shift of energy, shift of electricity, yeah. all that together where you still have your, your brain's natural ability to create a super highway, but it looks different. Absolutely. Your yeah. mind literally sees it differently like not visually like you know like with our eyes where we see the world but like your brain just like sees it differently right and i'm so fucking excited about that here here's a one thing i want i want to add to this uh my professor this week said there was this um they did this experiment and they took out four different hearts and what they did is um, they were all beating different, right? Because hearts beat at a different tone. When they put the four together, 
They synchronize. They synchronize. Yeah. And when he said that, and that's why he said, that's how people fall in love, right? In theory, no, but but the big picture is I need a synchronized heart. Right. But the but the, <laughs> the thing that, that popped in my head was that once you hone in to that vision, to your dream, yes. you start meeting people mm-hmm. and you literally are synchronized with those individuals. And, it's wild. And it's it is crazy. And and people like when you pair up like that, like I just feel like people are so powerful. Yeah. Like when you have when you have that like energy together, it's it's almost like you could walk through a brick wall. Yeah. Like you feel like that powerful and people really have a lot of power and they don't really know it. And people come really close and I'm like, I don't want to come close. Right. I just want to be that. It's 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 literally all I think about. I. I had this vision right now. I don't know why, but Jordan and I normally, I would say 95% we're very good, right? But sometimes like any of the couple, we we argue or whatever. And there are moments that I'm in bed and it's almost like I, I don't feel those, like the heart synchronized. It's almost like I'm on my own beat. And it's like this weird feeling. And it's not until right now that I was able to say, oh, my gosh, it's because our heartbeats were like in different parts. Mm-hmm. And it's not until we actually find a way to then start like, you know, synchronize mm-hmm. together that I feel more at peace. Right. And it's So so this brings up something else is when you have a family unit or you have a group, you have a culture, whatever, it, and they're all in a group. Right. So like if every man is for himself. The group fails. But if every man does what's best for the group, then the group is successful. Successful, Because you all work together mm-hmm. and you all have your different parts, but you guys all like it's it's just like a great flow that the energy is all the same. We all we all have the same mind mindset, the goal, whatever. Mm-hmm. So so that's why I think a lot of relationships struggle because they do get out of sync. And they, and they don't and recognize they, it. Well, the thing is, is that fear and betrayal does that to people. So something bad happens, right? You have that blunted force that tries to like mm-hmm. intervene. And so the person gets scared. And what do they want to do? They want to protect. And they want to take all their stuff with them. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know when I'm going to get fed again. Kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what happens. And so you you do what's best for you. Absolutely. And you stop what's doing what's best for the group. And that ruins lots of families it does and i i like to share a lot of what's going in my mind because i feel as though there's a lot of moments in my life that i have clarity and i don't express them and if i don't express them i feel like i I don't capture that moment Mm -hmm. so it's important sometimes like right now i had that like that moment that wow like when i don't when i don't sleep well it's because I'm not synced right with the person next to me. And that's the worst feeling. And I'm not saying there is. Yeah, because how the closest person to you feels the farthest away. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. So, God, oh that, I got to tell you about this song. That does not feel good. Okay. I found this song. Well, okay. And it's called Burn, Burn, Burn. You sent it to me. And there is a couple lines in there that that just nailed it. Like there's this one part and I'm just parodying. I don't know exactly the words, but it was just talking about we we get ready at night to fill our ego and go out like into this huge crowd. And that's when I feel the most 
lonely. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how many times have I gotten ready in my life to go downtown, to, to go to a concert, to do all these things? I'm surrounded by people and I feel the lonely. Like I just feel very, very lonely. And that sucks. Yeah, I don't know if I feel like that. And his next sense was like, I just want to go on a back road. And it, be alone. And be alone. Because it, it would be better. Because it would be better. Yeah, there's nothing. Okay. There's nothing like being in a crowd of people and feeling so alone. It's like it's like being lonely, right? It, and, and there's a difference between being alone and being, being lonely. lonely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I tell people, I would rather be alone than lonely. Oh, yeah. So that's that's one of the things like in in the last five years, like I had to learn that I was super codependent and I probably still have tendencies here and here and there. But like there is a difference between like being lonely and then just being alone and being OK. Yeah. And that was really it took me a long time to learn. But once I felt like I could be by myself and not feel lonely, it was the most peaceful moment, one of the most peaceful moments of my entire life. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't want to spend the whole rest of my life alone. I don't think God made us to be like that. Um, but if I had to sit by myself, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. But we kind of got off track. Let's go back to the price tag because we probably got to get price, this. Yeah. We got to go. Let's wrap it up. So Okay. So listen. I'm hearing. We are powerful people and we're we're so brilliant and we discount ourselves so much because we focus on negative things or things we can't do. And... If there's ever an opportunity that that you guys have out there where you can just for a second be brave and look like learn from the left side or choose from the left side yeah. of the menu. And and then do this, right? Do it. Like just do it. And the way I started practicing is I would literally cover immediately, right? Just I put yeah. my hand on, on top of the price and I would just read. And I said, What do I actually want? Right. Without Without, what do I want? Without the risk of the money, right? Where is the opportunity? Because I will always get the burger. I could be, and, and I'm just, the burger is safe for me. Like, it's always safe to get the burger because if I know it's going to be fulfilling, right? There's safety. So nowadays I'm like, no burger and not, no Look price. Look at your standards. No price, Look right? at you go. So I can adventure onto different things. And <laughs> I, and it's got to be life-changing. Oh, it is. I literally want, like, I'm. I literally want to go out to like a store. I want to go pick out a dress, mm -hmm. pair of shoes and go to dinner and just pick what I want. Yeah. How freeing. And, and, and if you think I about it. I am really excited for this. And if you think about it, most people who are very wealthy live that way. Right. And sometimes you see them dressed and you're like, what? What? Like, why are you? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But. But you know what I think? It, it's like when you go to buy a car. You have this idea of like how much you want to spend and then you end up spending a, a third more, more <laughs> or, uh, you know, twice as much. Mm -hmm. So like, don't think that you can't afford it because you, you, you've afforded it before. Right. And this is like, this is your life. Mm -hmm. And if you could take every experience and just go after what you want and then it happen, you can do it over. It's like right. repetition and your brain will follow it. So look for the opportunity and it's and it has to be on your terms. Yeah, you gotta want it. And when I say yeah. on your terms, I'm not saying to like be that guy who is whatever, but I have my own terms in terms of how I allow people to treat me. And 
I will not treat them the way they treat me just because they're treating me that way. And if they choose to do that, then, then, then I'm out. They will just, dis- they will dissipate from your life. Like that's it. And, it like attracts like it's a, and, it's the universe. Like it, it's just a law of attraction. And, and now I look at it. And you have it, to be okay to let them go. And, and now we've I, talked about yeah, that before. Yeah. And now I look at it and it's almost like even more entertaining to just see them. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I have so much power over you? Like, why should I hold that power over you? Yeah. So find the opportunity on your own terms. On the left side side. of the menu. (laughs) I love that. Yes. All right, guys. It's been a great show today. Um, We're glad that you listened in. We still want you to... Uh, comment, like us, send us some reviews, and, and there call has us. been some some people that gave us a couple shout outs on Apple yeah. on on the podcast. So please continue to do that um, because that's kind of what gives us, uh, I guess the the audience. It, it pushes out to to other people to yeah, hear share us. it, share us, um, call us. We are at not everyone gets a trophy You can find us on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on most platforms. Yep. So Apple, Spotify, stuff like that. So thank you so much for yep. being with uh, Amy and my co-host, Amy. Did I say that? I say that. Just kidding. Just kidding. Doesn't matter. Well, it's our show, Mo. It's, it's our us. show. Thank you. I feel like that's the first time you said it. <laughs> All uh, right, guys. Have a good week. We'll catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to this episode of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy, hosted by Amy and Mo. This episode has been brought to you by SB Studios, Boise's number one podcast producer.